You're listening to KLYT. Welcome back to ABQ Connect. Daily at 1 o'clock, connecting in the community, whether that's uh, on a citywide, countywide, statewide, nationwide, or worldwide basis. Uh, we're glad to have you along with us covering various topics. In the next couple days, uh, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, tune in a full hour with Carla Sontag with the New Mexico Business Coalition. She'll get us a uh, an update on uh, what's happening in the legislative session in the roundhouse. Uh, and uh, then actually more of that on Thursday, as we welcome from uh, Rio Grande Foundation, Paul Guessing onto the broadcast. Uh, so lots of uh, uh, political talk and conversation and, and looking at uh, local issues, how they impact you. Uh, and uh, with that, actually, I'll introduce our, our first guest for today, Dr. James Spencer, uh, he's the president of D.O. Moody Center. Uh, you'll find uh, details about that at moodycenter.org. And he's also the president of Useful to God Ministries. Uh, that website, uh, which we'll go into a little more depth on, uh, is usefultogod.com. Uh, Dr. Spencer's the author of uh, multiple works, including his latest book, uh, a Prayer, a Praying People, Essays Inspired by Dwight L. Moody. He's host of Useful to God, a weekly radio program, and also Thinking Christian, a daily podcast. Uh, he's got a brand new book out, Serpents and Doves, that focuses on Christians, politics, uh, and the art of uh, bearing witness to Jesus, uh, which uh, uh, we're going to uh, really uh, dive a little deeper into in our second segment uh, today. Uh, but uh, uh, let me welcome Dr. James Spencer onto ABQ Connect. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Well, yeah, with, with uh, uh, the introduction uh, and the list of uh, uh, your accomplishments, and which is just a, a sampling, uh, but uh, clearly you need to find something to keep you busy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, I stay pretty busy. Um, also, I have a, a wife and four kids, so uh, I'm on the go an awful lot. <laughs> yeah, well, we appreciate all that you do uh, for uh, the kingdom of, of God and and uh, so look forward to hearing uh, more about what you do. Uh, part of what I wanted to, to dive into now, our listeners uh, are, are dialed in throughout the day, hearing various teachers and programs, uh, but useful to God. Uh, that's something that our, our listeners can find out more about at usefultogod.com. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about useful to God ministries? Yeah, so Useful to God Ministries really is dedicated to um, discipleship. And the way we think about that is we help provide sort of a first-tier training for folks who maybe aren't ready to jump into a discipleship relationship, um, but we want to push them toward that. And so our training and our resources are designed to help foster individual spiritual growth and, uh, and push people into those discipleship relationships. We just really strongly believe that uh, discipleship will open up opportunities for God's people that we could never realize on our own and, uh, and through any other mechanism. And so discipleship is very much at the heart of what we do. Very good. So, uh, if, if the listener were to access uh, the website, useful uh, what would they find there? I mean, are there resources there that they can, uh, practically put to use? 
Yes, there are. Uh, there's uh, several courses up that they can purchase. Um, there's books, obviously, that are available for purchase as well. And then we have uh, several free items that folks can go through. Um, we just finished up a 30 Days in the Gospel series. And so they could actually listen to that on uh, Useful to God, our podcast. Um, we did 30 Days in the Gospels. But then there's also a 30 Days in the Gospels guide that they can download and have a reading plan to go through the Gospels in 30 days. Um, we also have a couple of other things. One is Becoming Useful to God, which uh, looks at eight characteristics that made D.L. Moody useful to God. Um, it's based on a book that I wrote uh, a couple years ago. And then uh, we have The Uncomplicated Gospel up right now, which is really a tour through the broad storyline of the Bible to give people just a bigger grasp of um, what the story is, how it all fits together, and how they could share the gospel through that story. Very good. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, in all honesty, I've not been on the site yet, uh, but absolutely looking, that's, that sounds fantastic. Uh, uh, and again, back to thanks for the work you do equipping the saints, especially in the landscape of, of, you know, where we are as a nation, as a world, uh, it, it just sounds like a great place to go and to, uh, get equipped. Uh, and, you know, if you don't mind, uh, real quick, uh, I want to touch a little bit, too, on your podcast. Tell us about uh, Thinking Christian. Yeah, so Thinking Christian is something that I, I taught a course probably um, four years ago now, and I've caught it a couple times since, but it's called Developing a Christian Mind, and it's with a group called Right on Mission. And uh, after teaching the course the first time, uh, I wrote my first book, Thinking Christian, and so this podcast is sort of an extension of that. It's um, designed to be a, a series of conversations um, as well as um, interviews so that God's people can really understand how God is moving through his people in the world, but also dive into topics that maybe aren't, um, you know, on the tips of everybody's tongues. And so um, I've just had a couple of episodes launch about lament um, and how lament can be a powerful tool for the church. Um, we had a big one around New Year's. Um, it was pretty popular, um, how to make New Year's resolutions as Christians. And, uh, and then we also addressed some theological topics like, um, you know, does God accept worship from non-Christian religions? And so it's, it's designed to be sort of a, a broad variety of topics that just really help Christians think well and biblically about the culture that we're in and about, about the God we serve. Uh, outstanding. Uh, and I'm going to assume that's pretty much available wherever you're going to uh, find and download <laughs> your, your favorite podcasts. Exactly. It's actually uh, launched on Salem's Life Audio Network. And so people can find it at Life Audio, but um, it's also available wherever people get their podcasts. Yeah. Very good. Well, uh, it, listen, if you just tuned in, we're visiting with Dr. James Spencer. He's the president of uh, DL Moody Center. Uh, as well as president of Useful to God Ministries, uh, uh, those websites, uh, moodycenter.org and usefultogod.org, as well as the podcast we just mentioned, Thinking Christian. In, in our second segment, uh, we're going to take a little bit of time and talk about uh, his new book, Serpents and Doves, that focuses on Christians, politics, and the art of bearing witness to Jesus. Uh, before we jump into that, uh, Dr. Spencer, um, uh, just for the listener to get to know you a little bit. I mean, you mentioned uh, a wife and four children and, and uh, you know, where you're currently working. Uh, what, what was your path uh, to find yourself in, in, in ministry as, as you are today? 
Yeah, so I actually came to Christ in 1997 through the ministry of Campus Crusade for Christ and uh, was pretty hard-headed. Um, I didn't like uh, taking instruction from anyone. I sort of like to do my own thing. And so I had a few people try to work with me over a couple of years and really disciple me. And um, the last guy who did, I was graduating from my undergraduate um, program. And he, his comment to me was, you're too hard-headed for anybody to really teach you this stuff. You need to go learn it on your own. You should go to seminary. Oh. And so I decided to hop into a Master of Divinity degree. And um, along that path, uh, I met a couple of faculty members who really pushed me on an academic study, thought that I would do well um, in biblical and theological research. And so pursued that through my PhD. And uh, as my wife and I joke, um, it's probably the most expensive and longest discipleship program you could ever, <laughs> ever put anyone through. And so, um, yeah, earned my PhD in theological studies and then uh, was able to jump in and sort of learn the ropes of online education uh, at Moody Bible Institute and um, have since gone on to do um, a variety of consulting with uh, Bible college seminaries and Christian colleges and uh, and also um, work with DL Moody Center and Useful to God Ministries here and do some more research and writing and really pursue my passion, which is to get the church to learn to please God together. You know, getting us all on mission together is really my passion and helping Christians understand, you know, how to navigate this world that we're in faithfully so that people don't see us, they see Christ. Very well. That's uh, uh, encouraging to, to hear, uh, especially those that, that of us that have friends, you know, who are like you, you know, a little hard-headed. <laughs> uh, and, and you know what, I'm, I'm going to tell you whenever, when personally, whenever I run into that, I'm trying to share the, the, the gospel, share Christ. Uh, you know, I've, I've gotten to a place where it's just, you know what, uh, I don't need to pound on this. Uh, it's the spirit that convicts the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment, and he can work on him. I'll just share the truth and, and continue to love. Uh, but, uh, it's so good to hear, uh, about others that, uh, uh, you know, saw the value in you and, and invested in that and, and to see what God's done since then. Uh, and again, we appreciate your time with us today. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to jump right into, uh, a discussion and some questions about your new book, Serpents and Doves. Uh, and don't go away. You're going to hear more, uh, when we get back after the break on ABQ Connect. Connect. All right, we're in the midst of a conversation with Dr. James Spencer, the president of DL Moody Center uh, and uh, Useful to God Ministries. And I want to throw out those websites again, great resources to go uh, and uh, find yourself equipped, moodycenter.org and usefultogod.com. You can also uh, listen to Dr. Spencer's podcast, uh, Thinking Christian, uh, available to download from wherever you download your podcast. And uh, forgive me, Dr. Spencer, I, uh, I neglected to write down the other, you mentioned another place where you can find that podcast. Uh, yeah, Life Audio, lifeaudio.com. All right. Uh, but uh, uh, the remainder of our time today, we're going to uh, mostly be focused on uh, Dr. Spencer's new book, Serpents and Doves, uh, focuses on uh, Christians, politics, and the art of uh, bearing witness. And, uh, well, Dr. Spencer, uh, how can political participation affect a, a Christian's walk? I think the primary concern that I have with um, Christians and political participation is that we not become dependent on the government 
um, for our well-being. Um, I, I was first alerted to this in 2016 um, after Donald Trump was elected. Uh, Lifeway did some research and asked people why it was that they voted for Donald Trump. And oftentimes what we hear is, you know, the moral reasons um, he was, you know, pro-life at the time and, and um, you know, was advocating for those values. And so when I pulled up the study, I kind of expected to see that. But what I saw was um, that evangelicals specifically were voting based on the economy and uh, border security. And those are not, you know, inconsequential issues. I don't mean to trivialize them at all. But what it started to raise with me was um, the question of, are we making our political decisions because we think that the government is really going to protect us, that we think that the government is really going to provide us with the security that we need? And um, that took me to 1 Corinthians 7, really. Um, 1 Corinthians 7, Paul talks about remaining where you were when Christ calls you. And I think that his point in that passage is that we don't need to change our situation to be faithful to God and to serve God. And so uh, my impetus really for writing the book was to encourage Christians to remember that um, the government and our political systems are all provisional. Um, they are not going to be around forever. The church is. Christ is. And so as we engage in our political participation, we want to make sure that it is as Christians. We want to make sure that we're doing it from a place of deep discipleship and um, have clear understanding of how these, how our political participation is going to impact not only our own sort of spiritual lives, but also the spiritual lives of those around us. Yeah, and I very much appreciate uh, the the way you you frame that too. Um, uh, looking at politics through a biblical worldview lens, uh, and um, uh, and although some of the the you know whether it's border security or other things. Uh, that aren't inconsequential, um, you know. I I don't know that uh, the Bible addresses uh, uh, border security, but it does address uh, the biblical aspects that you mentioned. And uh, if you just tuned in, we're in the middle of a conversation with Doctor Spencer, uh, Doctor James Spencer, the author of Serpents and Doves, uh, that details exactly what the role of the body of Christ should be uh, and, and have in in the political arena. Uh, really through a d- distinctly biblical lens, like uh, we mentioned. So what what do you hope readers do understand uh, as they go through serpents and doves? What I hope they understand is that, um, you know, I, I think it's the church's role. Well, let me phrase it like this. When we're trying to build up the body of Christ through discipleship, and when I say discipleship, that inva- involves both aspects of discipleship, making new disciples and growing people who have already committed to Christ. And so when we're building up the body of Christ through discipleship, we're actually doing that for the world. Um, it is for the world's sake that we're doing that, at least in part. And so as we look at our political participation, we do have to be careful and cognizant of the fact that um, in a polarized environment, political participation may very well turn more people off to the gospel. And so we want to make sure that as we're as we're engaging politically, that we're watching, sort of reading the room, because at the end of the day, we know as Christians that the politics of the world are not trivial, but they're also not ultimate. And then at the end of the day, Um, anything, any policy that we implement, any law that we pass, any person that we elect 
is going to have a, a provisional effect on the the United States, on you know the people in the United States. But the church and its witness can have an eternal effect. And so what I want people to leave the book thinking and remembering is that the, the role of the church is to point to and magnify the Lord Jesus Christ. That is our role. And if political participation allows us to do that, great. We should participate gladly. We should participate with, um, with zeal, right? We should, we should absolutely do that. If, however, it's hindering us from pointing to and magnifying Christ, we have to ask ourselves whether or not it's worth the political participation to do it. And I would argue that sometimes what we're going to find is that we need to restrain our political participation because it's taking away from the message of the gospel. Yeah. Now, I don't, I don't go into when that is, how that is. I don't have hard and fast rules on what we should and what we shouldn't do exactly. But I think as a, a broad guideline, that's an important thing for us to remember is that we're the church. And our job is not to participate in politics. That's a downstream uh, sort of activity that we can engage in. But our job is to point to and magnify the Lord Jesus Christ. So much appreciate that. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm going to share with you a little bit of what I've shared on, on this show in the past. Uh, and it's, I think it's only a, may, maybe a small part uh, of what you're talking about. Uh, but uh, when we talk about various issues and topics, especially as, as they uh, concern local, um, uh, policies and what have you, uh, I'll, I'll yeah. often remind the listener, um, you know, engage in these conversations, look at it through a biblical worldview lens. Uh, but remember, you don't need to be, uh, angry, mad, uh, and nasty to be right. right. Uh, and, and to remember, right. uh, that you're an ambassador of Christ. Uh, and, and I love what you said about look around the room, uh, cause the truth is they're watching. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think that's a really good way to phrase it. And I, I think that ultimately what we're trying to do, you know, a, again, we're always trying to point to and glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. We're to be a witness and a light. And so when we get angry, when we get frustrated, when we show our anxiety, we're really operating on the world's terms. And the reality is that none of these things, while they are troublesome, and, uh, and like I said, not trivial. Um, Christians are supposed to be calm. Uh, it's not that we never get angry, but we, we exhibit righteous anger. Um, and, and so we are to be the non-anxious presence in the room, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. and just calmly interact on these issues because we know that they're situated within an eternal purpose that we're, we're tied into. And so we're not fighting against, you know, as uh, Ephesians 6 says, we're not fighting against flesh and blood. We're fighting something more deeply. Uh, we're fighting on that spiritual realm, and that requires us to exhibit a certain demeanor as we go at these things. And, and I have to tell I mean, uh, the human in me uh, it, uh, uh, somewhat gets, I don't know if it's overwhelmed or, uh, but, you know, sometimes when you're dealing with the the world we're living in, which we know we're aliens here. This isn't our home. Um, uh, and, and, um, depending on who you ask, if you ask me, things aren't getting better. And sometimes it feels like, uh, we're, uh, trying to bail out a, a leaking boat. Uh, and so, uh, is it a misconception that America can't be uh, a true Christian nation? 
in my mind, those two words, Christian and nation, are a bit paradoxical. I don't know what they mean. Um, when I look at Scripture, there's Christian is actually only used three times in Scripture, uh, twice in Acts, once in First Peter. And in each case, Christian is, the meaning of Christian means, has Christ as essential to it. And so, in other words, in, in Acts, for instance, it refers to this mixed multitude of Jews and non-Jews who are united in Jesus Christ. First Peter connects Christian with the suffering of Christ. And so when we talk about a Christian nation, I think what we're really saying is a more wholesome nation generally aligned with uh, morals and values with which we're all comfortable. And that's not a bad thing. It's just not exactly Christian. And so um, when I think about it, what I think about is, yes, we should be pushing our nation towards something that approximates a biblical morality. Right. Um, but we have to recognize that it can never be truly Christian because Christ is never going to be recognized as essential for what our nation does. Um, it, it just isn't going to be that. And, and so we have to be careful with our language there. Um, yes, we want our we want our governing authorities to recognize that they have a delegated authority from God. And that that entails certain things and entails the way they should judge between what is good and what is bad. Uh, but at the end of the day, I just don't see that Christian nation makes a lot of sense, especially when you compare it to terms, for instance, like Christian worship or Christian doctrine. Those have a much more uh, clear sense to them. They are they are You know, Christian doctrine is the beliefs that those united in Christ hold in common. Christian worship is the adoration and reverence that uh, those who are united in Christ show to the triune God. I just don't know what we mean when we say Christian nation. Very good. Well, I, uh, I, I love the answer. And, and, you know, and I've said it on this show, our listeners, I know we've heard you say it, Steve, you know, I mean, it, it, it's, it, no, it's, it's easy to get to a point where, uh, you, you feel like throwing up your hands, uh, and you feel like saying, Jesus, come, come, Jesus, come. Um, uh, however, there's work to be done in the meantime, which clearly you're doing. We've mentioned earlier how busy you've kept yourself. Uh, but, um, uh, it, it is an encouragement to know, uh, that, it, you know, uh, that we can look at where we are and whether it's politics or just, you know, where we are, uh, through a biblical worldview lens and know that there's, you know, as a, as a, as the body of Christ, we know there's much more than this. Uh, but he does, yes. he does, uh, have things for us to do while we're here. Uh, and, uh, Dr. James Spencer, president of uh, DL Moody center, uh, and president of useful to God ministries and, uh, uh the, uh, host of, uh, Thinking Christian uh, Daily Podcast. Thank you so much uh, for your time. And uh, the listener, of course, they want to find out more information uh, about uh, your latest book. Uh, they can go to uh, Amazon.com and, and find details there. Uh, and uh, we just, uh, uh, we hope uh, people will uh, kind of consume uh, what the, what they've heard during this interview and go find out more about the, uh, the latest book, Serpents and Doves. I uh, would love to have you back on the broadcast another time. So much appreciated your time, and uh, thanks again. Stay with us. Jay Seculo's on the way next on KLYT.